You're listening to episode 29 of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. Welcome to the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marcia Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired action and live your best life all starting from the inside out. I'm so happy to have you here. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fat Field Female Podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here with me today. So the title of this episode is, Do You Find Yourself Saying, I'm Cheating on My Diet? And first off, with all my clients and all my students, we talk about the language you use. Because the language you use predicts your reality, changes your frequency, And changes your energy. So reflecting on what you are saying and how you're saying it and your vocabulary is really fundamental in self-awareness and growth. And the first word that gets curb stomped from our vocabulary (laughs) is cheating. Cheating, cheating, cheating. Cheating never has a positive connotation with it. It's like cheating on a test, cheating on your partner, it's not good. It's all negative and it's all bad. And I find when people use the word cheating with their nutrition or their diet, a lot of the times they have uh, a past of dieting, yo-yo dieting, chronic dieting, a lot of restriction around food, possible disordered eating, and really, you know, labeling food as good and bad. And I always say there is food that is healthy and there is food that is not as, not as healthy, right? There's foods that promote inflammation. There's foods that reduce inflammation, except vegetable oils, except vegetable oils and seed oils. I won't ever say those are healthy ever. Those promote inflammation and cause premature aging. So why do we use this language cheating on our diet or cheating on our nutrition? So questions to ask yourself why am I referring to this as a cheat meal? What do my dietary habits consist of? Or why am I being so restrictive that having certain foods evoke such a negative emotion that I'm doing something bad or wrong? And you're not doing something wrong or bad. If you're eating something that you don't normally eat, say ice cream or pasta or pizza, You should enjoy it and not feel guilty about it. I say instead of using the word cheat, again, let's curb stomp that. Let's ninja kick it. Let's get that out of our mind, out of our vocabulary. I reframe it with I'm feeding my soul. I'm hanging out with friends and enjoying food. Or if it's that time of the month and you're craving something sweet, have it. Listen to your body. Be connected to your body. Really what it comes down to is prioritizing your goals and what is important to you and specifically important to you. And, you know, before I jump into that, I want to say if you if you want something sweet like cookies or cake, 
there are so many healthier alternatives um, you can get nowadays like gluten-free made with avocado oil and you can even make make baked goods at home using like almond flour or coconut flour using stevia not using all the refined processed flours which are you know loaded with high fructose corn syrup or just refined sugars you don't have to have those types of foods to get that mouth pleasure you can have healthier alternatives even for pizza like gluten-free cauliflower crust right or even if you want something fried <laughs> I say fried food is the absolute worst due to the trans fats and the oils and it can it can affect the integrity of your cell membrane your cell wall and your cell wall really determines what comes in and out of the cell so I explain it like this think about a bouncer at a nightclub you want like a pretty strong intimidating bouncer because you don't want people that are going to cause fights you don't want people that are over intoxicated you don't want those types of people coming into the club so you don't want like a skinny scrawny like dude to do bouncer that's going to let anyone come through so I refer to the bouncer as like the cell wall the cell membrane the outer perimeter who who that determines who comes in and out and you don't want those jacked up PUFAs, omega-6, trans fats being on your cell wall. You want high quality saturated fat, which is more stable, what is going to be more of a protective barrier for each cell. So kind of went off there a little bit, but um, when it comes to fried food, really you can get an air fryer, you can do yam fries, you can do chicken fingers, you can do all of it if you take the time and make healthier alternatives by using, you know, baking, like baking your own stuff or using an air fryer. If you're like, hey, I really want fries, you can make them yourself. I guarantee you if you have these healthier alternatives that are feeding your soul, these meals and and these meals and these treats won't make you feel like shit after. (laughs) You will have better energy because you're eating better quality food and maybe you won't want to reach for those packaged, super processed, you know, deep fried types of not as healthy food, right? Um, But life is a choice. If you choose to eat, you know, the fried foods and the baked goods, you know, and you have it once in a while, do you enjoy it don't feel guilty about it and just get back to your regular nutrition the next day now on the flip side if you're using nutrition therapeutically to say balance your blood sugar since your fasting glucose is on the higher end and you have a family history of diabetes or you have extreme symptoms of diarrhea or constipation and you're following a gut protocol to help restore your gut lining and get your digestive system working properly and feeling better, yes, you have to follow guidelines for a certain period of time. People want shortcuts in life and when it comes to your body and repairing your health internally, it takes time, right? Like we have to be patient. A lot of people aren't patient. If you have a leaky gut, if you have blood sugar dysregulation, it's going to take time. But what I want to offer you and what I want you to consider is, you know, spending, you know, three months, four months, five months, even as short as like six weeks, four weeks, really honing in and improving your nutrition, that will have the biggest impact on your overall lifespan. And when you look at your timeline, what is a measly four weeks, four months, 
five months. It is absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things. So as I said, it's about really prioritizing your goals and what is important to you. People always ask me, can I have alcohol? And for example, say your goal is to lose 50 pounds and you want to get into ketosis, is alcohol going to help you with that? No, it's not. You know, it's not. Alcohol, it's a toxin in the body. The body has to metabolize it. And when people say, well, doesn't wine have antioxidants? I say, eat some damn blueberries, okay? Wine and alcohol is a toxin in your body. So what it comes down to is you have to weigh out the pros and cons for yourself and your lifestyle. I always say, you know, it's really ideal to have no booze for at least four weeks to really hone in on your health. But if you're the type of person that, you know, having that one glass of wine on Friday night after you finish your work week, after you put the kids to bed, calms you down, it's something you look forward to, it relaxes you, then maybe it's something you're still going to incorporate. Again, it's about, you know, looking inwards and looking at creating and designing a lifestyle that works for you that you don't feel deprived. So let's get back to the language because I kind of went off course a little bit there but you know that happens from time to time so you know it it may be difficult for many people to believe that merely changing one word or one phrase that is a part of your regular vocabulary you can immediately change your emotional pattern so I'm going to give you some examples here so I refer to these words as weasel words should need and have I should go to the gym. I need to eat better. I have to go to spin class, right? Like these words, there's no conviction. There's no excitement. They're like wah, wah, wah words, okay? So I should go to the gym. I should, I should, I should. What about I get to go to the gym? Think about during the pandemic, we couldn't even go to the gym. I get to go to the gym. I'm choosing to go to the gym. Or, you know, I really need to eat better food, and get rid of all this processed crap. I'm choosing to. I want to, right? Or I have to really put in the time to start doing kickboxing. I want to. I want to. I will or I am or I'm choosing to. So get rid of those words, should, need, and have, and replace them with I get to, I'm choosing to, I want to, I declare or I am committed and do inventory on yourself and see how often you are using these words, have that awareness and when you say it, reframe it and watch how your emotional pattern, like for example, I usually work out in the morning just because out of sight, out of mind, starts my day on a positive note, pump those endorphins and then I can focus on everything else. There are days where maybe my workout gets pushed to the end of the day and I'm like, oh, I should work out. I catch myself and I'm like, I'm choosing to work out. I get to work out. And it really, really will change the way you look at the task that or habit that you are trying to create. So repetition is the mother of skill. So repeat, repeat, repeat. You got to get your reps in. So again, having this awareness of how often you're using these words. So another thing, like if you're wanting to start working out, what do you think is more beneficial? Working out for one hour a week or doing four days of 10 minute workouts? You might be like 10 minute workouts. That is so short. But 
It's going to be those short workouts where you're building that habit and that skill and taking a vote in that direction, taking on that identity as someone who works out. So again, it's about repeating the language we use and repeating the habits of that identity that we're choosing to become. Mastery comes with action, taking action, repetition, and practice. Again, you got to get your reps in. So to recap on this episode, get rid of the word cheating, reframe it with something that works for you, feeding my soul, hanging out with loved ones, listening to my body, being intuitive, connecting, whatever it may be. And when it comes to feeding your soul and having and incorporating those foods you don't regularly eat, what I would suggest is looking for healthier alternatives that can still provide that mouth pleasure, that can still provide that connection with friends and stuff if that's what you're doing, or even if you, you know, you have those sweet tooth cravings during that time of the month, look at healthier alternatives. And ditch the weasel words, pay attention to how often you are saying should need and have change those two I'm choosing to I get to I want to I'm committed I am declaring and lastly if you're committed to adapting to a new habit or a new skill get your reps in this is the third time I've said this in this episode but it's more important for you to act out that behavior for a shorter period of time than do it once per week and I gave the example of working out right taking a vote taking a step in that identity of who you are declaring you are becoming today a question I always say to my clients is ask yourself what would someone who what would that version of you who has lost those 50 pounds do Would they miss a workout? Would they be making their own food? Would they be spending time with friends and family? Would they be doing yoga? Like take on that identity today, even if you're not there yet, make those decisions of that person you are declaring you are becoming as of now. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and listening to this episode. I will catch all of you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to Apple Podcast or whatever service you are listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.